Hey everyone, we started recording this episode and throughout the whole episode we didn't acknowledge that the release date of this is October 3rd! And you all know what day that is. It's Mean Girls Day. And if you didn't know it was Mean Girls Day, educate yourself. Sit yourself down, watch the classic film today. It's got some great names in there like Regina George, Katie Heron, Gretchen Wieners, Karen. I don't know Karen's last name. No one knows Karen. No one one knows Karen's last name. Glenn Coco, Damian, Janice. Sit down, watch this movie. In this podcast, we talk about a lot of girl power and a lot of gossip and rumors. So I feel like this is the perfect accompaniment to go on with this podcast. Listen to the podcast, then watch some Mean Girls and have a great October 3rd. Enjoy the podcast. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to What's Good with me, your host, Claudia. This episode is very special because somebody I mentioned in a previous episode is our guest, my friend, now your friend, Amanda. Amanda, say hello to the people. Hi. (laughs) Amanda goes, can I be on your podcast? And I'm like, you ask, you shall receive. Here she is, ladies and gentlemen. And she came prepared. She did not come to play. Yes, I gave you ideas and I'm ready to share. Yes, so today's theme of the episode is, tell Amanda. Unpopular opinions. So... You might have seen the Instagram stories that I put out asking for your unpopular opinions. You might have seen the Instagram stories Amanda put out asking for your unpopular opinions. Or you just might be a person that I've talked to that's had an unpopular opinion that you've shared with me or you've shared with Amanda. Get ready to be exposed. <laughs> exposed. Exposed. Okay, what are we talking about first? Let's talk about your unpopular opinion. Okay, so this is a really big unpopular opinion, but I think almond butter is better than peanut butter. So, hashtag cannot relate. I cannot have almond butter, so therefore I have no opinion on this topic. <laughs> okay, but like peanut butter, I don't know why it, just the taste is so gross. I, I just, I can't explain it, I just don't like it, but my brother calls me weird for not liking peanut butter. Shout out to Nick, thank you for calling her weirdo. Yeah. I was expecting you to say, oh, you're bougie, that's why you like almond butter. Well, you are bougie, and that's also why you like almond butter, but what... I find people who like chunky peanut butter weird. Like, I went downstairs and had some peanut butter in my own house. And when I left for college, apparently my parents decided that it was time to invest in chunky peanut butter. And so I was just, you know, having an apple and I dipped it in some peanut butter, you know, just living my life. Mm -hmm. Chunky peanut butter. There were chunks of peanuts. And I literally turned to my father and said, hey, dad, I think this peanut butter has gone bad. There's chunks and I just ate it. And he goes, no, we just like chunky peanut butter now. And I just, I could not handle that. I lit- I almost left my house. I was like, I need to go to Stop and Shop and get some normal freaking peanut butter. See, I can't relate to that. <laughs> Home listener, how do you feel about peanut butter? You like it chunky or smooth? Like, let me know individually because I need to know that I'm not the only one who thinks chunky peanut butter is weird. The texture. The texture, man. Ugh. Yeah. Tastes like you have like a bunch of like... Like, you have to chew whatever you dip the peanut butter in, and now you have to chew, like, the little kernels in the peanut butter. Oh, nasty. Yeah. Nasty. Okay, what's your unpopular opinion now? Um, mine is musical theater related. I do not believe the hype that Dear Evan Hansen has. I believed the hype that it had for the cast. The original cast of it was phenomenal. You probably know the lead, Ben Platt. He was in Pitch Perfect. Oh, yeah. He's going to be in the upcoming Netflix series, The Politician. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has a solo album now, out now. It's called Sing to Me Instead. It's very good. Uh, I loved him as an actor, Mm -hmm. uh, but the part put him under so much stress. Yeah. Uh, Like, there were some things written about it that, you know, he he had to leave because it was his time, but also because of, like, the mental and physical stress that he had during the part. Um, Also, the rest of the cast was pretty, pretty great. Rachel Bay Jones played his mom. I'm spewing out names that you don't know. Um, Will Ro- Will Rowland uh, was Ben Platt's like cohort. Uh, he played Jared, and he also went on to be the lead actor in Be More Chill when it came to Broadway. So I saw him in Be More Chill, and uh, he was fantastic. But so I believe the hype behind the cast. I don't believe the hype behind the story, because it's basically about a kid who commits suicide and then Ben Platt's character 
forges emails with Jared and pretends that he was the guy's friend and then gains all this popularity and gains the girl and then it all comes crashing down at the end but he doesn't really receive a punishment for doing this extremely horrendous thing Mm -hmm. and I think the fan base for it was primarily teenagers like in the beginning teens like in middle school beginning of high school and that's teaching them the wrong lesson like oh I can lie to my benefit and that's okay that's not okay and we shouldn't be putting that on the forefront there's like three fandoms they call it the unholy trinity in theater and it's Hamilton be more chill and dear Evan Hansen because the fans in that are wild Mm -hmm. they're wild like it's it's crazy uh the stage doors for all three of those shows were psychotic and you know I can respect the Hamilton fandom because you know I was in it at one point in my young adult life Mm -hmm. uh I'm not even a big fan of Hamilton but like I know half of the songs (laughs) yeah and it was it was a great work and it's not teaching you to lie for your benefit. It's mm-hmm. putting history in a more fun and reinvented way. Yeah, it's putting it in a new context for the new generation. So I think that's fine. Be More Chill does have some toxic storyline traits, yes. But, you know, at least there's an ending, a good resolution to the story where they learn a lesson and they learn to just be themselves instead of altering themselves. But Dear Evan Hansen doesn't have that resolution for me. Mm-hmm. And just the toxicity behind it. Just people being able to say, take this tragedy and turn it into all about them. I hate that. And that makes, that, that's my unpopular opinion. I think Dear Evan Hansen has some beautiful songs. I just think the ending doesn't give that resolution where the character needs to learn their lesson for doing something horrendous. <laughs> I, I have nothing against the actors. I have nothing against Pasek and Paul who wrote the music. I think it's beautiful music. I think the book is, I haven't watched it, like the, the script, so I haven't watched the show, so I don't know what goes on in the script, but I just think from the summary and from what I've heard, it's, I think the book is where I have the issue because it makes it okay mm-hmm. to lie for your benefit, especially about a suicide. I just I just think that's, too sensitive to screw with. And that's my unpopular opinion, guys. Thanks for tuning in to me being problematic. Thanks for tuning in to my TED Talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for coming to my Dear Evan Hansen TED Talk, honestly. Whenever somebody asks me my unpopular opinion, that's the first one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's just so... It, was, it got best musical, and I was just like... Why? I get it. For the, if for the music, yeah, okay. But the story is not why it should be getting best musical. The actors and the music, sure. But the story plays a part in when you win that category. Mm -hmm. Okay, the theater portion of this podcast is over. Thank you for letting me have that moment. Um, Okay, I have to bring this up because it was mentioned on my story, but it's also one of my unpopular opinions. Pineapple belongs on pizza. End of discussion. Pineapple does not belong on pizza. Okay. That's disgusting. I'm open to hearing your opinion about it, but you can't just say it's disgusting. You have to give me some other reason. Okay, okay so like, it's it's disgusting. Like, back it up. Okay, so my reason is I don't like pineapple, like, at all. It's, like, something about it I just don't like. I just don't like the acidity of pi- Is that the right word to use? The acidity? Yeah. yeah, okay. The acidity of, like, the pineapple. And also, when I was little, I just heard, like, the pineapple, like, slowly eats away, like, because the city like slowly eats away at you like have you ever heard that like I have. myth i don't know if it's true or not but the pineapple is the only food that eats you back yeah exactly so that's also why like ever since i was little i was like ew pineapples but i never really liked the taste of pineapples and then just just with the pineapples mixed with the sauce and then with like bacon i feel like it's too many or like ham however they make the pineapple pizza i just feel like all those different layers they all have such different taste and texture that it's just weird on a pizza for me and like cheese on top like cheese with that too like you gotta agree when you hear it like cheese pineapple pizza sauce and like bacon or ham like all that separately like kind of sounds like gross you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like you have to 
agree with that. I, I can I can level with you on the fact that you don't like pineapple to begin with. Yeah. So if you don't like pineapple to begin with, like, don't eat it on your pizza. There yeah. you go. That's fine. I'm exactly. fine with that. I hate the people who haven't even tried pineapple on pizza and they're like, oh, gross. Ugh. Like, no. But you gotta admit, like, all the ingredients separate, like, kind of don't sound good together. So oh, I my God. Also, it's like, fantastic, see. though. But I have to give credit where credit is due. The person who submitted that on my Instagram was one of my fraternity brothers, Belle. Uh, and the reason why I think Belle has a valid, unpopular opinion about it, that she doesn't like pineapple on pizza, is because her family literally makes pizzas in a restaurant. Oh. So I feel that she is the pizza expert. Mm-hmm. So, Belle, I think your opinion is valid. I'm not angry at your version of the opinion. I'm not angry at your version of the opinion either, Amanda. I'm angry at the people who haven't even tried it. Yeah. And they're just like, ew, it's so gross because it's fruit on a pizza. Oh, my God. Like, why don't you just eat it and then figure out if you don't like it? Like, yeah. don't fight it if you haven't even tried it. Mm-hmm. I like it because you got that sweet with the the tang, like that mm-hmm. tang with like the meat and the, I don't know. It's just it's so good to me. I liked, I thought I was going to hate it too. And yeah. then I ended up loving it. That's my only order from Domino's. So PSA home listener, if you want to order me Domino's, uh, a large, I wear a size large cheese pizza <laughs> with a... Pineapples and bacon and ham. So, if you feel like you love me, hit me up. You could send me that Domino's pizza order. I feel like the best pizza is this is kind of getting off topic a little bit. Is buffalo chicken pizza? I've had some buffalo chicken pizza, and I don't really like buffalo chicken. I don't really like spicy that much, but mm. I like it on pizza. It's so good. It is. I feel like buffalo chicken pizza, like the buffalo, is not that spicy unless like they put like. One time I went to this place in um. Oh my god, Cape Cod. And it was just straight like hot sauce on the like pizza no. and like barely like any cheese on it and no. then the chicken and it was so hot that I was like crying. My nose was like running. Like no amount of water was like helping it like get washed down and I don't like drinking milk either, so I was like <sighs> like dying in the corner. That and sounds then, absolutely gross. It was. And it was a hot day that day, too. That sounds gross. Yeah. But yeah, unpopular opinion about pizza. I just don't knock it until you try it. And if you try it and then you hate it, you don't have to vehemently hate it. You could just be like, not my thing. You don't have to be one of those haters drinking the haterade and broadcasting your opinion loud for everybody to hear. Like, whenever I order my pizza and I have it in an open space, like in one of the lounges and Mm -hmm. I share it with friends... As soon as I open the pizza box, people who pass by just think that they have the right to judge my pizza. You do not have the right to judge my pizza if you are just passing it by. Like, keep your opinions to yourself. Technically, they have the right to, but it's just, like, kind of rude. Well, yeah, just (laughs) honestly, did I offer you any? No. Then don't worry about it. Don't worry. My brother loves pineapple pizza. I think that's, like, one of his favorites. All right, shout out, Nick. You know, we, we can level on that pineapple pizza. We can level on it. I think we just got another, oh my god, a bunch of people have been submitting the Central Jersey topic. Now, do you want to explain that? Yes, so I know you don't get it because yeah. I go to college in Jersey and you're from my good old home state, so which is not Jersey. Um, so the Jersey conflict as I perceive it is that there is a North Jersey And there is a South Jersey, but there is debate if there is a Central Jersey. Mm -hmm. Now, as I see it as an independent third party, is that if there is a North and there is a South, there is somewhere in between that is not quite North nor South, therefore it is Central. Yeah. So my version of this debate is, if we're thinking about it logically, yes, there is a Central Jersey. I think the reason why people argue about it is because certain towns will have more South Jersey traits or North Jersey traits, and then they just agree that you're not central, you're either more one or more the other. Mm -hmm. But I think there is a central Jersey. We live in a central part of our state, so. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like every state has a central and a north and a south. Yeah, there's there's always like a central hub, whether that's like an, uh, it might be known for like the arts. I know that's what it's in our state. That's what it's known for. Like mm-hmm. the central part is known for the arts because all the theaters are in that part. Yeah. 
And so there is a central Jersey. I We believe there is a center to every state. There is a central part. Yeah. So I'm going to put that to rest. We will, because the person who submitted it says central Jersey does not exist. And I guess, and then the other argument will be, well, well you didn't live there your whole life. Yeah. So you can't. But then you also got to buy his point of view if you, like, live there your whole life. Yeah, Yeah. see? So we are the perfect mix. Logic, unbiased. There is a central jersey. I have a feeling people will fight me on that so hard. Probably. I'm getting ready for the Mm. spam when this episode gets released of, there's not a central jersey! And then the people, a, a bunch of people just being like, oh my god, thank you so much for acknowledging that. I feel so heard and seen right now. What else unpopular opinions? We received another unpopular opinion that I think Amanda and I both agreed on um, about A Bug's Life. Uh, it was submitted by one of my friends, Gabby. Uh, she said that A Bug's Life is very underrated and that more people should pay attention to it as a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's right. I think it's a good movie. It's got a whole ride centered around it in Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. uh, in the Tree of Life. I think that, cinematically speaking, it was pretty ahead of its time. They had to animate all these ants and, like, the underground and the plot isn't a normal Disney movie plot. It's all about... it's. I feel like the plot of that would be similar to Hercules, you know, like the yeah. outcast story, rather than, like, the girl who needs to find love. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Abby. I think it's a it's a cinematic, not masterpiece, but it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it is underrated, but it wouldn't be like my favorite like Disney movie to like watch. I wouldn't like sit down and be like, you know what Disney movie I want to watch? A Bug's Life. Like, no, but it is still a pretty good movie. You want to hear my unpopular opinion? Mulan Two is the shit. Thank God you said that. <laughs> I love Mulan. You have no idea. Tears are coming down because I love Mulan but so Mulan much. But Mulan 2 is the shit. So good. So it's... Okay, how do you feel about Pocahontas 2? No. Because I have mixed emotions Stop. about that. I don't want to talk about it. It's so... Not all Disney sequels are great. Let me tell you a couple of the great ones. Toy Story. Toy Story 2. Fantastic. Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3. The whole Toy Story saga. Toy Story 4 cried at the end, but like... I was in the theater. I was not okay. But the other sequel that I was going to talk about was... um, Oh my god, it's slipping my mind. It's slipping my mind. No. It's like gone. You know what movie I think needs a sequel though? What? Up. Up needs a sequel. I want to know what happens with... Russell and Carl and I want them to live together and I want him to be like his adopted grandpa like I want him to like I want them to have an adventure though because what if it's like really bad and that's just like a disappointment okay yeah true I feel like that that's like a movie where it's like I would I would be satisfied with just one movie how did you feel about cars too I'm not really a big fan of the cars like whole thing like, I never got into it. I don't think the movies are bad. One of my friends like, is a huge Cars fan. She no, has, I have a friend that's, like, a huge Cars she fan. She has the Cars Lightning McQueen Crocs. They came out in an adult size for, like, one day, mm-hmm. and she bought them within, like, the first 20 minutes. <laughs> and she got them in the mm-hmm. mail, and she's like, I am speed. <laughs> I don't know how... I, I definitely like the first one. I don't... I think the second one's, like, okay. I never watched the third one. I can't vouch for that one. I mean, I don't think I've watched Cars 2. That's why I was asking. Because I feel like yeah. that was more your generation yeah, than mine. Um, Cars 2, if I remember correctly, they were, like, in Japan. Was that the spy and, one? Yeah. Okay. And Gator, like, became, like, a spy. Gator, you said? Is that his name? His name is Mater. <laughs> <laughs> so the Gator became a spy. Now there's a croc involved. <laughs> See, I'm just a fake fan. Now I don't... See, I'm not really that into Cars. So. I'm trying to think. I, I know the movie a... is underrated that's Disney. The Emperor's New Groove. Oh. That movie's so good. I think there's a sequel to that one, too. There is? I think so. Or if they had an animated series. I remember there was um an, an animated series on Disney Channel. There might Channel. be an animated series for that. Cusco Academy, I think it was called. That movie is so good. It's so funny. The villain is so good, too. Yes. And Kronk. Oh. Okay, I think... No, I forgot again the movie, the sequel I was going to bring up. I had it in my mind, and I, like, looked at you. 
and oh yes a goofy movie and an extremely goofy movie those that series both movies stellar 10 out of 10 <laughs> would recommend the second one is called extremely goofy movie because it's like x games themed yeah. and i'm sitting there like how do they think of it how do they think of it man it was so good it was so good oh the sequ- another sequel monsters university it's yeah it's technically a prequel Equal, but yeah. it's the second one to come out so we're gonna call it like the second movie mm-hmm. that one was so, so good. good that was so good i like how they did it though oh yeah and i like their rise to the top wasn't Mm -hmm. like the it wasn't through like oh the normal way but they went literally from the mail room up yeah and then it shows their first day oh i was i was a wreck (laughs) i saw that movie when i went to disney the first time oh so i got to see that movie in disney and like the um movie the amc movie theater in downtown disney oh that's next to like the disney store oh that's so good and we like did like the sit down dinner one where like they come like the waiters come oh like, that's eating. so cute yeah oh we did that my family with ride along <laughs> the one with kevin hart and I, dwayne the rock johnson yes. wait no i don't think dwayne the rock johnson's in um ride along i think you're thinking of central intelligence it was some dwayne the rock and kevin hart movie where they yeah. went to high school yeah it's central and then, intelligence oh that's central intelligence yeah. then ride along is the other oh the ride alongs with ice cube yeah okay then not ride along then central intelligence i get my movies mixed up with like <laughs> dwayne and kevin hart because they're in so, so many. many yeah oh. Ju- speaking of sequels jumanji 2 is coming out this christmas i hope it's good because the first one was good the first one was good yeah i liked nick jonas's role in it the best role was Jack Black when he had to play like a girl oh. that he the best character in that movie I don't care what anyone says he played that role so good are we gonna talk about I think oh my god I'm gonna I'm gonna be so mad at myself if I get this name wrong um look it up on your phone I think it's Karen Gillian or Karen Gilligan I think it's Gillian she played the only girl in the movie so it was the squad was Kevin Hart, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Jack Black, and Karen Gillian. And the reason why I love her, I think it's Gillian. Please, please correct me. Fact check me on this. Karen Gillan. Gillan? Yeah. Oh, so I was very close. I was yeah. one letter off. Karen Gillan. Uh, she played Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. You would not know by looking at her in that movie because of all the CGI. Are you looking it up how she yeah. played Nebula? Oh, yeah. She had like the green. No, she wasn't the green. Nebula's the blue one. Nebula's a blue one? Wow. Yeah. Legendary. My best friend, JD, who is now being mentioned in this podcast yet again, uh, took me to see Guardians of the Galaxy and took me to see uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. And when she came out, he goes, look familiar? And I said, no, I don't think I've seen that actress in my life. And she goes, well, he goes, well, you're a damn liar. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, that's Nebula. And I was like, no way. That's so cool. She's so talented. So talented. That whole cast was so talented. So I'm hoping, like you said, the second movie does not disappoint. Are you just going deep into her history now? Yeah. She was also in the movie The Circle, too. Let me see. Because, yeah, Guardians is on her on her list because, mm-hmm. you know. She, She's on Endgame, too. Yeah. Nebula had a pretty important role in that. Yeah, she's she's got a pretty expansive resume i'm trying to think of any tv shows she's from that people would know oh she was in doctor who so if if home listener if you watch doctor who she was in that for a stint so that's where you might know her from oh she was a main character in that show selfie that i think that ran for like one season on nbc and it was like a girl who was like very socially awkward like in high school and then like she became like really pretty like you know like when the nerd becomes like really pretty out of like not saying the nerd wasn't pretty but like stereotypically like yeah becomes gorgeous and then like she's like always posts selfies on like instagram and that stuff but like in real life when you talk to her she's like still socially awkward but on social media she seems like a whole like outgoing like party person but like she's not it's like all over front hmm i think i need to watch that now i haven't i hadn't heard of it until you just told me I don't know if it's a good show. I only think it went for, like, one or two seasons. Well, some shows do that because they're not as popular as people hope. Yeah. Actually, I just think it went for one season. Now that I'm looking at it, yeah. Well, we have to 
get to some other unpopular opinions because we went on a big sidebar. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna look at some of. Oh wait, I remember one. You remember one? So, do you like sleeping when it's cold or like hot? Like, are you a like yes. hot sleeper or a cold sleeper? So I put a survey on my Instagram, and the survey came out: eighty-eight percent of you liked it cold, eighteen percent of you, no, twelve percent of you, yeah, liked it hot. So there was, like, two people who liked it hot, and then everybody else was agreeing with the cool. chili. Yeah. And Amanda and I both agree. We'd rather sleep with it being chilly. My reasoning is you can always put more blankets on. You cannot peel off your skin. Yeah, and also, I just don't want to wake up to me, like, in sweat. Like, imagine, like, be, like all sweaty in your bed. Like, no, I want to be, like, nice and cozy in my bed. Like, like yesterday, I was, like, had um a fuzzy blanket, like, underneath my comforter because it was, like, so cold at night. And, like, I love that feeling. You can't do that when it's hot. Yeah, you can't. I love wearing, like, my fuzzy, like, pajama pants. And then in the summer, you gotta wear shorts. Like, that's how it gotta go. So, yes, that is a very unpopular opinion, Nicole. Thank you for submitting it. But we do not agree. But So, therefore, you fit the bill perfectly. It is a truly unpopular opinion. opinion. Um, what were some of the other ones? Oh, we got uh, one of my pals, uh, Graham. Shout out to Graham. He has this theory that Moana and Frozen are basically the same movie. And I'm going to try to remember how he explained the theory to me. It's a girl who goes out on her own to find herself. She gets a... And she, I, she doesn't get much of anything. She, she realizes her internal power mm-hmm. because Moana realizes that, you know, I am Moana and I can steer my own boat. I don't need Maui. Mm-hmm. And Elsa obviously has her powers and she realizes that she can do bad all by herself. And then the ending result of the movie is family-based because Anna and Elsa come back together mm-hmm. and Moana comes back to her family and they also both solve their own problems i guess yeah but i kind of disagree on that point because anna kind of solves the problem Problem. for her but moana definitely solves her own problem yeah i think that was where he was saying that that's when the sidekick comes in Mm -hmm. because that's where anna saves her and that's when maui helps her get the heart of tafiti back so i can see where the plots have a lot of similarities i don't think it's the same story though I feel like every Disney, like, movie has, like, similar, like, plots to each other, in a way. But I was very happy that in Moana, the person who died was not the parents. That made me so happy. Like, not happy that somebody died. I'm still sad that somebody had to die. But at least it wasn't the stereotypical parents died part of it. And it wasn't in the beginning of the movie either. Yes. It was, like, the mid-beginning of the movie. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like, right in the beginning where they realized, like, like in Frozen, Frozen it's right at the beginning. the beginning. yeah. Right from the get-go. Parents mm-hmm. dead. But this one, it took a little while. Yeah. And then the grandma comes back. I liked that part, too. Mm-hmm. She came back as, like, the spirit guide. That was, that was cute. As a stingray. Like, what she as wanted. As a stingray. I loved the quote from the movie. She's like, I'm going to come back as one of these. If not, I got the wrong tattoo. <laughs> and I was like, that's a big yikes from me, Grandma. <laughs> um, so I, I disagree with that unpopular opinion that it's the same. I disagree with that, too. But I will give him kudos that there are a lot of similar plot points. Yeah. I also might be explaining his theory incorrectly. Mm-hmm. So if he gives me a revised theory, home listener, I will bring this topic back up on a future podcast. But that is, and only if he sends me a revised theory. Yeah. Um, ooh. So the other popular opinion I got is, like, the early 2000s pop punk music is the same as modern pop punk music. Like, it's still just as good. So it, you're talking about, like, Blink-182, like... Green, like Day, Green Day. Like, original Panic! at the Disco, Disco with, like, all the yeah. members... My Chemical Romance. Yeah. So, like, he's saying that, I think it was uh, one of my followers, uh, Nick, he said that, like, it's still, like, just as good. And a, a lot of people disagree with that because, you know, it's not the prime pop punk era. Mm-hmm. I think that certain bands still have good. 
Yeah, like Blink One Eighty Two is still doing pretty good. I, I think they were better. Them. I I listened to a couple songs, but I think they were better in the two thousands. But they're still not like I still have like kids in my grade that like love Blink One Eighty Two. I'm pretty sure they had a concert at Xfinity this past summer. Mm-hmm. I think Panic at the Disco has their sound has changed. changed. It's gotten more pop. Yes, more pop than punk. Mm-hmm. But I still think it's good. Yeah. Like just a few days ago, I was listening to their second album, Pretty Odd, mm-hmm. and then this morning I was listening to their most recent album, Pray for the Wicked. Yeah. And I still think the sound is just as good. Yeah. It's different, but it's still good. I don't know about Green Day. Is Green Day still making music? Yes, Green Day is going on hella mega tour. Have you not heard about that? No. It's um Green Day, Fallout Boy, and Weezer. And they're going on a stadium tour. Like only stadiums. Oh wow. So Fallout like, Boy's um type of music kinda changed too a little bit. A little bit. I yeah. don't think it's changed so much. Not as much as Panic at the Disco. Oh, Panic at the Disco is in an entire 180. Yeah. But their music is still good. Fall Out Boy has evolved. Mm-hmm. Their sound has evolved, but it hasn't, like, totally changed like yeah. Panic's. I went to go see Fall Out Boy in concert, actually. And they still play stuff from, like, their first two albums. They close with one of the songs off of their first EP every single show. Um. Yeah, and they still, of course, do um. the... My songs know what you did in the dark, the one that everybody loves, the light them up, 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 that one. Yeah, they do that, and then they have, of course, the pyro tech effects where, mm-hmm. like, everything, like, flames up. It's just like Panic at the Disco, how every single show they have to do um, I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. Because yeah. if they don't, every single pop-punk teenager is going to die on the spot. <laughs> but I also like that Panic at the Disco, every concert they do they always do a song that's not theirs mm-hmm. i saw brendan perform on two legs of the same tour on the first leg of the tour the song that he sang that wasn't his was girls just want to have fun by cindy lauper really? yes and he sang it because he had done kinky boots mm-hmm. and cindy lauper wrote the music for kinky boots and so he was, it was like a year since he had done the show and he just wanted to pay tribute. And she actually came out at one of the shows and did the song with him because their tours crossed paths. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. I saw that video. And then for the second leg of the tour, he did Moving Out, Anthony's song by Billy Joel. And that was great. He always adds his own spin to it because he can mm-hmm. hit those obnoxious high notes that nobody yeah. in their right mind c- can even dream of hitting. And Especially so he, for like a guy too. Oh, yeah. So he makes sure he hits those in every cover he does. Mm-hmm. Unpop- oh, yeah, I could sing. Oh. That would be amazing. <laughs> I ask myself that question every day. Can I really sing? Um, but yeah, how about an unpopular opinion? How do you feel about Spotify singles when the bands cover a song that's not theirs on Spotify? Cause I see I, a problem in it. People do that on YouTube all the time. Yeah, I know Panic did one. They did Hey Ya by Outkast. Mm-hmm. Um... Fall Out Boy, Did I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. There's Shawn Mendes, I think, did, like, a Beatles song. Don't quote me on that. But I listened to a couple of them. Andy Grammer did one. I feel like every artist does that, though. Yeah, and they release them, like, and they're Lizzo called... Like, Lizzo did, like, um, like, Staying Alive, like, uh, uh. Oh, my God, yes. Staying she did that for Death Day, the movie. Yeah. I love that. And they all add their own spin to it. It's not like they're trying to disrespect. No. Um, I like it. I know a lot of people who don't like it. And so like, it's not the same as the original. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who didn't like Panic at the Disco's Hey Ya. And a lot, a lot of people who didn't like I Want to Dance with Somebody. But I thought they were cool. Because it adds a different twist that you didn't even think about. Yeah. And you don't have to like it. Like, they're just doing... It's They're not doing... That to like make money, but like just some, it's obviously a song that they like, so they want to like put their own twist on yeah. it. Yeah. And Spotify singles, they obviously have to get it approved by the artist yeah. because Spotify puts it out on their platform. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're shortchanging any of the artists. Yeah. I like them. So I guess I'm the unpopular opinion because a lot of people don't like them. I don't see a problem in them. I don't really listen to a lot of covers, but I'm more a type of person like, you want to do that go ahead oh um i know my mom had an unpopular opinion she wanted us to include um my mom's unpopular opinion is that everybody should just mind their own business 
Because a lot of yes. people, especially the tabloids, believe in not minding their own business. <laughs> um, I personally agree with my mom. I think that the world would be a much better place if people didn't stick their noses in places where it didn't belong. Yes. But I'm not saying to take this literally. For example, a lot of people think that when people say that, they mean don't protest. Mm-hmm. No, I mean go and protest your little heart out. Yeah, honestly, right to do that. yeah, you have the right to do that, and that's not that's not being a nuisance. That's sticking up for your rights and sticking up for what you believe in. It's when you get into that, other people's personal business, yes, it starts becoming a problem. That's when it becomes a problem. When it becomes personal, yeah. And there's no reason to take things personal, even if they personally like done something wrong to you. There's no reason for you to take it personal. Yes. Yeah. Like, for example, if I looked at you and I'm like, Amanda, you suck. You could just be like, yeah, you think that. And then you don't have to take it personally. Yeah. I think that's definitely something I need to work on as a human being. I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of people need to work on it. But. Especially in high school. I'm still a high schooler. I think you're the youngest guest I've had on here. Yeah. Especially in high school. That's like a really hard thing because everybody wants to know everyone's business. Like today, apparently there was like a fight between some like sophomores and I had, like, one of my friends being, like, come on, why can't you, like, ask someone to send me the video so, like, I can see? And then her other friend was, like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, it's not my business. It's not my place to show you that video or, like, to ask someone for it. And I was, like, I agree with her. Like, I'm pretty sure if you got into a fight with someone, you wouldn't want that video being spread everywhere and everyone hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, and the mind your own business thing goes for, like, videos, too. Yeah. Like, every time something happens, phones automatically go up. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm saying that it's both good and bad for for example, like cops doing things they're not supposed to. to yes. Take a video of that. But like when it get when it comes to like kids, don't like, sneak in a camera yeah. to like a school to like try to uncover something that's not your business. Like mm-hmm. I've I've heard of people in like high school who would like you know, turn their phone on like video or voice memos and then go have a conversation with somebody that's private one-on-one and then broadcast that. Yeah. That happened to me when I was in high school and I was like why did you do that that was Mm -hmm. between you and that person now you broke that person's trust now their business is everywhere why couldn't you just mind your own business yeah and it's also like when people share like photos too it like sucks like when stuff gets like spread around don't even get me started on that in in high school there was some bad photos going around that one girl sent to a guy, and then he sent it yeah, to an entire sports, sports team. I can tell you a story afterwards, but, like... Yeah. yeah, he sent it to an entire sports team, and then there ended up being a website. Somebody took time out of their day to make a website. That's actually sickening. It is. And, you know, somebody showed a teacher it, and, of course, the teacher is, like, appalled, but she, she had to report it to the higher-ups, mm-hmm. and the website was taken down within that day, which is good. Yeah. But the fact that, like anybody in that time could have seen that that's Mm -hmm. mind your own business Mm -hmm. and like why did everybody have to go check it out there were girls and I will never forget I was a freshman I was in Spanish class and the girl was actually in my class and she didn't show up to school for like a week I don't blame her because she was so I she was getting herself sick over it and honestly yeah who wouldn't and then when she came back, like, all the people were, like... Probably some, judging her. Yeah, and some people had, like, screenshots of the website. I'm like, why would you do that? Why that, would you do that? That's what sucks about, like, phones. Like, you can... No matter, like, if you delete it, like, there's someone that screenshotted it. Like, 100% there's someone that screenshotted it. Thank God Snapchat has screenshot receipts. Then you know who your fake friends are. No, but there's a thing on Snapchat. If, like, you put your phone on airplane mode... Like, you open up the snap, you put your phone on airplane mode, and you screenshot it, and then you wait a couple seconds and you take it off airplane mode. Or I think you have to do something in between that. It doesn't show that you screenshotted it. God, I hate that. They should fix that bug. Snapchat, get on that, please. The world is a scary place, home listener. It would be so much better, home listener, if everybody minded their own business. Their own personal business. If it's not personal, then share it with the world. Protests go out and protest you're you are minding your business you're fighting for issues that impact you and impact people around you Mm -hmm. that is minding your business but when it gets personal that's when it gets icky yeah especially when it's girl on girl most of the time most of the time it is girl on girl and it's so sad 
Listen to Lizzo. Lift each other up, ladies. Girls supporting girls. <laughs> yes. Listen to our Lord and Saviors, the Holy Trinity, Beyonce, Lizzo, and who else is in there? Who would be the other girl power? Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> the Holy Trinity, guys. Ellen DeGeneres, Beyonce. Oprah. Oh, Oprah. Oprah's in there. Now it's not a trinity anymore. And now it's a square root. <laughs> just listen. Just listen to the powerful women out there. And if anything, we shouldn't be bringing each other down. We should be bringing each other up as women. Yeah. And we've reached the feminist rant of the episode. <laughs> what else is an unpopular opinion? There are so many, and now I'm, like, forgetting them. I think we talked about all the ones that were submitted on my Instagram. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, so today I heard an unpopular opinion that one of my friends does not like Starbucks. And she explained it to me and she was like, I feel like Starbucks is overpriced and they put too much ice in your drinks. And she's like, I'd rather go to Dunkin' Donuts and get a donut. Oh, we're going to do the Starbucks versus Dunkin' debate now? Yes. You see, I like things from both. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go the completely unpopular opinion route and say support local if you can. There is a coffee place by my school that I support, and there is a Dunkin' and Starbucks. There's a Dunkin' on campus, there's a Dunkin' downtown, and there's a Starbucks in town as well. Mm -hmm. And I choose to go to one of the two local coffee shops instead. I love local coffee shops because the coffee's so good there. They brew their own stuff. They they get their own custom roasts. Mm -hmm. Um, the one that I go to, uh, one of the two makes their own, like, dishes. They serve brunch, breakfast mm-hmm. and lunch, and brunch. Yeah. And then, um, the other one serves pastries and quiches and stuff. And it's gotten to a point where I know the staff, like, so well. Like, I'll come in and they'll just be like, how's your day? And what's going on? And Do they know your order? They, like, they actually you. do know my order pretty well, but I, I sometimes try to switch it up. Mm-hmm. I don't get the same thing every single time I go there. Mm-hmm. Um... But most of the time, my order is pretty similar. I like my iced latte in the largest size with light ice and oat milk. Because oat milk is the bomb.net. I like almond milk. I never had almond milk. Oh, it's so good. And then they put this um, blue agave in it, Mm -hmm. which sweetens it, like, more and with less. And it sweetens it more than, like, five packets of sugar would. Wow. I gotta try that. Yes. I went to this one really good coffee place and when this this past summer when I went to North Carolina and it was called Stir It Up Cafe. And if anyone goes to North Carolina and goes anywhere near near Emerald Island, um that's a really good coffee shop and I do have some people who do listen in North Carolina. Yes. <laughs> so so Emerald so Island, big tip I think that coffee place is so good. The people there were so sweet. And, like, they make their own coffee grounds, too. And they have them, like, in little, like, bags where you can, like, buy the coffee grounds that they brew there. And they have so many different flavors, too. And they also make bomb smoothies there. And I think that's the best coffee place I've ever been to. In America. 100%. In America. I got hooked on oat milk when I went to Ireland, though. Ireland had good coffee shops uh we made it a game every place that we stopped at like Mm -hmm. once a day we had to get a local coffee from somewhere Mm -hmm. and i tried like so many new things i tried a macchiato for the first time i tried a lot of different like types of lattes Mm -hmm. like one place um didn't have regular milk so that's how i tried yeah um yeah, and they were all very sweet, and they would do, like, latte art with, like, no charge, and, like, mm-hmm. this one guy just thought it was so funny that I had never had oat milk before, so he made this, like, cute little leaf at the top of my coffee in the foam. Aww. He was really nice. It was so cute, and he just, like, he was like, open the lid and taste it. Make sure it's okay, and I opened it, and there's a little leaf, and I was like, oh, thank you. Um, when I went to Ireland, I went to this coffee shop that I really liked, and it was, like, underground, like, near, like, where a dance studio was in Dublin. Mm-hmm. You stayed in Dublin, right? Yeah, I stayed in Dublin for, like, two or three nights. 
so how many coffee shops did you, did you go to any like underground ones we did not oh i think really cool. there was one that and then was, it went out like outside where it had all these like flowers and stuff like that. there was one coffee shop that i remember was space themed mm-hmm. that's the one where i tried oat milk for the first time like everything in there was like cosmic and yeah. space and they had like little planets hanging mm-hmm. um there was one that it was a sandwich place but it was primarily just sandwiches and coffee that yeah. was it like, you couldn't get anything else there, even if you wanted. You got yeah. coffee, tea, sandwiches. Those are your options. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one we, like, stopped at really quick. And I think that was called, like, Gateways or Galways or something. I don't know. It was something with a G. And I remember the logo, but I just, I don't remember what it was called exactly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we tried a lot of little places. And we would always take a picture of our drink and try to take a picture, like, in front of the place. And it was, it was a really cute game. I highly recommend playing that game. If you are traveling somewhere and you're going to a bunch of different places within the same area, like try to go on like that coffee, sh- that local coffee shop grind because you never know what you'll find that you'll like. You might end up finding some oat milk drank like me and falling for it. And now it's like your everyday order. How did we get on this coffee shop topic? Oh, yes. Because of Dunkin' and Starbucks. Yes. I would still prefer Starbucks over Dunkin' just because I like the variety of Starbucks. I think that for my answer for this is for coffee dunkin for everything else starbucks yes i agree with because dunkin doesn't have a variety of like fruity like refresher type drinks yeah but like when i want my coffee and i i'm not near a local place and i'm in somewhere i don't know dunkin is the place to go okay so i'm gonna i have another unpopular opinion okay and that is hold on brunch is not bad but it's dramatically overrated it's dramatically overpriced that's for damn sure i'm not really a big brunch person i you have to go to like a good brunch place though i feel like brunch should be reserved for like mother's day mother's day brunch yeah or like christmas brunch Mm -hmm. like it should be reserved for holidays I mean, I don't like the people who go out to brunch every single Sunday and are drinking bottomless freaking mimosas all the time. I'm like, do or you... Bloody Marys. Bloody Marys. I'm like, do you do you have this disposable income that you could be using for something else, but instead you are using it on merely brunch? Okay. So, how do... Oh, I was looking up some, and one is, like, watermelon is absolutely disgusting. No! Like, I do not agree with that at all. I don't agree with that. If you don't like watermelon, you have a problem, okay? That is very unpopular. Watermelon, I had a friend who got their watermelon, their water intake strictly from watermelon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's how they did it. They would, like, put, like, watermelon chunks in their water because it gave it, like, a little bit of a sweetness to it. And mm-hmm. if they didn't have that, then they wouldn't drink water. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to hate on watermelon. I have another unpopular opinion that I kind of agree with, okay. and you're probably going to get mad at me for kind of agreeing with this, but Beyonce is overrated. I want you to explain before I respond. Okay. I think Beyonce definitely did have good songs, and I feel like she it she's very, like, woman, like, going for, like, powering women and stuff. Empowering women, yeah. yeah trying to get the words out but just struggling a little bit over here um but i just feel i don't know i just feel like she's so overhyped for who she is though i can't explain like i rather listen to like rihanna or i rather go to like a rihanna con- concert like i feel like Rihanna's so underrated i feel like i would put rihanna above beyonce because even though beyonce like stands for that like what has she like actually like done to like empower women instead of like do you know what i mean like yeah rihanna had her um inclusive beauty line inclusive lingerie like she like gave up music to like be more to go into like different projects that she like passionately believed in but like what has really beyonce done to like empower women and beyonce songs are like not even like that good like they used to be good but i feel like now they're not like that good that's where i'm gonna stop you okay don't don't hate on homecoming okay i haven't watched the netflix special yet but i've listened to the homecoming live album thanks Mm -hmm. to one of my friends nicole 
I love the live album. I love how she reacts with people during concerts. I love how she puts on a show. She's truly a show woman. She is a show woman. She is. And I appreciate that because she's very theatrical in everything she does. She has the backup dancers. She picks her own projections. She makes the dances. She's a whole, like, 360 of a performer. Like, she's mm -hmm. the whole package where a lot of people just go up there, they sing their songs, and they get off stage. That's very much what Fall Out Boy was. They went up there, they sung their songs, they used the ramp that they went on, and they sang. I'm not saying that's a bad concert. It was a good concert because they're Fall Out Boy. But I loved, wa I love watching Beyonce videos because she has the backup dancer. She has the whole showmanship shebang. It's the same thing with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift does everything, and Beyonce and her, like, theme their concerts, mm -hmm. and theme their albums, and it it's beautiful. It's truly a beautiful whole package of a creation and so I don't think she's overrated I just think that it takes different types of people to appreciate different types of art yeah and if you if you love Rihanna's style and you love how she's delved into other parts of different industries and really showed off how she like stands up for inclusivity that's great um I just don't think that makes Beyonce any less I just think it means that you like different parts of different artists. Yeah. Like, I love the showmanship aspect. I, I love that. I love how people go in costume to Beyonce's concert and to Taylor mm -hmm. Swift's concerts. And I love how it's, like, the Swifties and the Bayhive. I love that. Mm -hmm. And that's... I think that's great. It's it's the same thing with Panic at the Disco. People dress up to Panic at the Disco all the time. A bunch of people dressed up as nuns. It was great. And they're... Um, like group of fans is called the sinners mm -hmm. and i love it and i think that's you know it's just different things for different people yeah but i don't think that rihanna being good in different parts of the industry makes beyonce any less i don't think it, i'm not trying to say like it makes her any less i just think that like for some aspects for her performance she deserves like all the hype but like you have to agree like for some other aspects like she gets a little overhyped with like, like queen like, she is a queen. No doubt she is a queen. But, I don't know. I can't really explain it. It's just, like, you know how you just, like, feel a certain way, but you just, like... Yeah, like, you feel it. some type of way about it. Yeah. That's totally understandable. All right. We're gonna do a little time check here. Oh, my goodness. We are at 51 minutes. Oh, goodness. It is time for us to go. Because these recordings only go up to an hour, and I'm, I don't think I'm ready to have my over-an-hour-long podcast <laughs> yet. Well... This has been this week's episode of What's Good, featuring our unpopular opinions, your unpopular opinions, a bunch of opinions, and a couple side tangents. A couple side tangents, but that's what a podcast is. Um, so thank you, Amanda, for joining us. You're welcome. Yes. Um, thank you for being the youngest person I've had on the podcast, and also the first female that I've had since the first episode. You're welcome. Uh, yes, just you, you blessed us with your presence. It was it was it was fabulous. Um, I don't have my notable quotable today, which makes me so sad because I always end my episode with one of those. Um, oh, yep, found one. I found one. Keep moving forward, opening new doors, and doing new things. Your curiosity will lead you down the path of success. Walt Disney. Take that as you will, home listener. Thank you so much for tuning in this week with What's Good with me, your host, Claudia, and our special guest this week, Amanda. We will see you next time. Take care of yourselves. Live your best life. All right. Peace.